Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in or listening. Uh, today, we're going to talk about Illini basketball. They had a tough game uh, yesterday versus the Purdue Boilermakers. Battle of probably the two, arguably the two best teams in the Big Ten uh, for MLK Day. Uh, it was, you know, a two overtime game. It was a great game by all. It was really fun. Even though Illini couldn't quite pull it off in the second overtime, it was still a fun game by all. Hopefully all enjoyed. Uh, before we dive into that, please like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. I, I, please like like the video. Helps out the algorithm. Helps out get the podcast out there. Greatly appreciated. Um, the podcast can be found wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, literally anywhere. So wherever you're listening to it, uh, please follow it. Uh, rate it, be a friend, tell a friend, all that good stuff. Um, this podcast is also brought to you by the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. Uh, might change our name to Belly Up Media, Belly Up Sports Media. Um, there's something for everybody. If you go to bellyupsports.com, uh, check out all the podcasts. There's over 
I believe there's over 70 shows now. It's insane. Lots of podcasts, tons of blogs, tons of different things out there. Uh, so go to bellyupsports.com. Check out all of that stuff. There's great stuff out there. Um, the podcast is also brought to you by Coach Stone Football and his Back to the Basics books and drills. Uh, if you go to coachstonefootball.com, he's got books out there for everybody. His very first book is over five, 600 pages of drills. Uh, it could be used for youth, high school, or college. And there's so many books. There has to be over 10 books. I believe he just never stops working on football. Um, go to coachstonefootball.com. Check out his Back to the Basics series because during this offseason, you know, I mean, football coaches were, were rapidly approaching summer, believe it or not. I mean, coaching basketball, it's almost – we're getting close to being done. Uh, we still have probably another month, but then we're going to get into some spring sports, but then football is going to be here. So you got to get back to the basics. you got to get back to being simple. Uh, we always want to get simple. So go go to CoachStoneFootball.com. Check out all of his books. He's got some out there for everybody from offense, defense, practice planning, game planning, everything. Thank you, Coach Stone Football, for sponsoring the podcast. All right, let's dive in. Hopefully you guys had a good weekend. Hopefully everybody is you know relaxed. Um, took some time off from the podcast. I didn't do it for um, the whole weekend uh, for, for a couple reasons. One, just had to take a break. You know, you have to, you know, focus on other things. But then two, I had a coach basketball and we had a basketball tournament. So we're back into it. I have not talked as much Illini basketball in here as I wanted to. Um, you know, again, time with podcasts, um, college football was going on, but um, big Illini basketball fan. You guys know if you've listened to it before, me, Brad, and Nathan used to talk about it all the time. Hopefully we're going to get that going at some point. Um, but Illinois got back to being ranked two weeks ago. I believe they were number 25. And then it was really, you know, all last week they were top 25 in the nation. Um, undefeated in the Big Ten up until yesterday. They, as the game was starting, as they started the broadcast, they came out with the top 25, and Illinois was number 17. Purdue got up to number four. Um, Purdue is a team that is destined to – or not destined, but they are a team that is going to battle for the Big Ten title. They are going to battle um, to get to the Lene Final Four title. Um, they are very well coached. They are very well disciplined. They have athleticism everywhere, and they are lengthy. Going into the season – one of the things I was very happy with for Illinois basketball was also their speed up top with Frazier and Bello and uh, or Curbelo. I just we call him Bello, you know, Curbelo, um, Plummer, uh, Williams. Um, we have all the speed up top. Um, then when you look at down low, you have BBV, you have you know, Kofi, obviously, you have Grandison, who can be a guard, but he's also pretty lengthy. You have Penn coming off the bench. You have Hawkins coming off the bench. So we also have some length, too. So coming into the season, you know, you talked about length and size. Purdue had that coming into the season, but so did Illinois. And so that's why Illinois was, you know, is still talked by all and talked about all by us. They are going to compete for that Big Ten title once again. It's not going to be quite the same without Io. But you have Kofi, who is, you know, up for National Player of the Year and everything. We'll get to some things I didn't like. But the game, it did go into double overtime, so we got free basketball. Um, Illinois could not pull out the win. They lose 96-88. But overall, I mean, a good game. One thing that struggled with Illinois was Illinois gives up a lot of um, runs. They give up. You know, I think Purdue went on like a 17-4 to 4 run or, or something at one point. Uh, we, we started off slow, 
and then slowly start to pick it up. You know, we were losing 37-26 at half. And then we come out and outscore them 43-32 uh, in the second. And then we we kind of started to lose it near the end of the first overtime. Uh, this was probably Kofi's worst game he has had this year. Um, only 10 points. Uh, he had two steals, only five rebounds, one offensive rebound, so the other four uh, um, defensive rebounds. He did go four for four from the free throw line. He was only three or nine for field goals, so he struggled. He came out early. He came out with like four minutes into the game because um, he was struggling versus um, Eddie, who, man, that guy is big. You know, I watched a little bit of basketball here and there, but like he, he was a big guy, but then when you put him next to Kofi, Kofi is tall and muscle and everything else. You see Eddie out there, and you're like, oh, my God, I know I might say his name wrong. Good Lord, that guy is tall. He is Big, he's like a mini Yao Ming, is what he reminds me of the way he moves and the way he is hook shot and the way he can play. But overall, um, you know, Illinois, they've kind of done this a couple times this year. Like I said, you know, it's been hard with trying to keep up with all the football, with all of everything else. They do give up runs to other teams. We go on a decent run in the first half. I think we go on like a 10 nothing run, 10-2 run, but then Purdue closes on. They go on like a 14-17 point run, and we only score about four. So Illinois just gives up too many of those like fast break opportunities. Um, we get pushed out a lot around the three-point line, and then when Kofi is in there, we look to get him the ball. Obviously, he's National Player of the Year, you know, candidate. Um, he was up there last year for it. And everything else. So yes, obviously you do want to look to get him the ball. Um, but looking at the game before last week versus Michigan, which I'm glad we beat Michigan because Michigan is softer than Charmin. They would look to get Kofi the ball. And then when they got Kofi the ball, they just all stood at the three-point line and hoped Kofi was either going to score or somehow, some way they were going to stand there and be like, I'm ready to shoot it. Where me, I'm yelling for certain players, like especially opposite when they go to double, hey, cut to the basket, he'll get you the ball, you get a higher percentage shot from that short little mid-range. But Illinois did the same stuff last year. But last year you had, last year it almost seemed like you had the Kobe Bryant Shaquille O'Neal formula where you had Io who could score out on the three, mid-range, he could also drive. Then you had Kofi at the bottom who, you know, was like your Shaquille O'Neal. Well, now it's become who's going to be that Io guy, now you're going to go through Kofi, but then Kofi got into foul trouble, so then you've got to figure out a way, how are you going to, how are you guys going to play, what's the offense going to look like. In times this year, they've looked like they're just going to shoot threes. Like, okay, we're just going to motion around and look to shoot threes. That's what they look to do. So when they got, when Kofi got into foul trouble, the problem was, okay, how are they going to guard the tall guy in the paint and everything else? And that's what the first half was about, to figure out, okay, Kofi is in foul trouble. We've got to be prepared for the second half without him. And the adjustments I saw Illinois made, you saw a couple more double teams coming from the opposite side and rotations. Uh, you saw that they kind of they, they did a better job of keeping the guys out from driving up until overtime. Uh, you saw a better job, I thought, of attacking baseline, which is what I thought Michigan when you see um, like Trent Frazier attack the baseline. Even though Kofi's out, they're still going to get sucked up. And then you just got to hope the threes fall. 
one thing with Illinois, and it's just basketball in general ever since, you know, even right before the Warriors and then the Warriors, you're just seeing a lot of three-point shots taken. Now, Illinois can hit them. That's what they did last year, and that's what they're starting to do this year. They just, they relied people coming off the bench. You had Trent Frazier starting and coming off the bench. Um, you had other guys coming off the bench to contribute. So Illinois needs more, you know, a lot of contribution off the bench in order to, to win. But they also have got to figure out, okay, Kofi, when he gets in foul trouble, probably going to be gone next year. We've got to be able to use our length on defense. We have to be able to uh, not just stand. You know, one thing I remember from Coach Underwood coming in when he got the job coming from Oklahoma State was they're going to move the ball. There's going to be motions. They're going to attack. And you never know who's going to score because of how the offense moves and how it's going to generate. Um, and then they have to box out. When Illinois wins the boards, I mean, most teams, when you win the board, you're, you're going to win. If Illinois can get the rebounds, it puts them in such a better spot to win because of, again, Kofi being out. But yesterday, they had guys step up in that second half. They started to figure it out. Um, you know, BBV, man, he, he contributed a lot, a lot. I mean, coming off the bench to play 20 minutes off the bench is crazy. Um he, and then he may not have scored. He only had four points, but I mean, he he was playing good defense. He got you two offensive rebounds, two defensive rebounds. Um, Coleman Hawkins was not impre- impressive at all. Only took one shot or two shots. Only played four minutes. Um, Payne didn't give us enough. He played. I mean, when I say this, I'm talking from an offensive perspective now. Defensive perspective, yes. But the big story leading up because I'm leading up to this. I'm just trying to get there. Um, Payne had to play way better defense. He didn't had it, did not contribute as much on offense. Um, Plummer had himself a game of 24 points. Frazier had himself a game of 16 points. But the big one was Corbello. Corbello has been gone. It has been kind of secretive. You know, did he and Underwood get into a blah, blah, blah. Well, then yesterday they claimed it was a concussion. Be that as it may, if it was concussion, if he got himself into trouble, who knows what it was. He was suited up coming into the game, and I am one of the people that said he will not play that many minutes because you can't. He hasn't played since November, so he's going to be rusty. You don't want to come in there and play. And even Brad Underwood, after the game, claimed he was only going to play him, I think, six to ten minutes. Like he's not going to play much. Well, the immediate impact of him coming on the floor changes everything because Illinois has, you know, they've won games, but the times they have struggled is when they don't have a guy to bring the ball up all the time. Now they've got dribblers. Frazier can bring the ball up. Williams can dribble. Like they've got guys that can dribble, but you need a true point guard. And you need a point guard that can see the floor, is quick, and make great passes. Well, Corbello comes in, he plays 26 minutes, scores 20 points in his time back. He was four for five at the free throw line, eight for 15 on field goals, took some stupid shots, stupid shots. But then he made some great shots too. He also had three assists and six rebounds. So he comes in, he makes an immediate impact, and you saw it. You saw how they pushed the floor. They were able to space people. Now the attention has to go on Corbello because he, he's great at driving and kicking. He's great at pick-and-roll passes uh, to Kofi or to Grandison or to BBV like he, and, and Hawkins. He's great at pick-and-roll stuff to get people the ball. And you saw that. I mean, three assists. And he's good at finding his way in there to get a, a, a rebound. He might be one of the smallest guys in the court, but he just loves basketball. He has that motor that doesn't stop. Now, there was some rust, you know. He got trapped a couple times and tried to dribble out of it and lost the ball almost on the sideline. Um, you know, he had a couple turnovers. Uh, this, some of the little floater shots he tried to take. So he was a bit rusty. 
but that was a it was a big welcoming back for Corbello. It was great to see the Orange Crush back. Um, now, again, Kofi didn't have himself a great game, but it should give Illinois like great hope that they've started to figure out what life will be like if Kofi gets in foul trouble and when Kofi decides he's going to go to the NBA for real. Kofi is still the guy. He, Trent Frazier, I would love to have seen Corbello out there with Kofi. I think that would have been great. But like he, Frazier, Corbello, they're the guys. Uh, Plummer can come in and get your points. I mean, he had 24. Like those are the guys. And But Kofi is one of the National Player of the Year candidates and in the Big Ten. So that's the guy you do have to go to, and I'm not saying that. But they do have to stop giving him the ball and then standing and watching. Now, if he's one-on-one, yes. Okay, you can kind of watch. But you got to get some type of motion up top while this is happening to get eye candy away from him, and you'll get yourself a shot. But especially when he's double-teamed, and you stand there and hope to get a three. Like I deal with, we deal with this at the high school level too. They'll just want to stand at the three, which don't get me wrong. I love myself a three point shot, but I also love a post move as well. But I'm also more about scoring, and so we just kind of stand there instead of cutting, instead of moving up top. We just kind of stand too much. And Illinois is really, really good, really, really good when they attack the baseline. When they attack the baseline, and they've got the shooters, whether it's three or two, it's fantastic. And then on top of it, when you got Kofi right there, especially Trent Frazier, when he drives, then there was times he drove and didn't go for the layup and stuff. But when he drives on the baseline, you've got to make a decision as a defensive guy. Do I guard Kofi, who's probably just going to slam and break the backboard one of these times? Or am I going to have to go guard Kofi and give up this three? That's why, personally, when you watch some of the teams for Illinois try to not give up the baseline, uh, they would rather you go to the middle. They'd rather front, front Kofi, too. That was another thing you saw last night was, or yesterday, they're going to front him. And you saw a little bit of Michigan. They're going to front him and want you to lob it. And when you go to lob it, they're going to run in and double team. You got another t- especially when you got length. It's one thing to do it if you're Michigan because Kofi figured it out. It's if you're other teams, they're going to figure it out. When you've got length like Purdue, last year when you had length like Baylor and other teams that we might see later on, they're going to have some length. Yeah, they can wall up. And that size bothered Kofi. It did. And I'm not talking bad about him. He'll figure it out the next time they play Purdue, you know, they'll they'll have it, he'll he'll be better. I promise you. That's just how he is. But it bothered him. That walling up bothered him. Trying to hook shot over it bothered him. And when another guy, Kofi is, I think, is stronger. Just, you know, you can see muscle. But the other guy had some weight to him to where Kofi just could not push him around. So when you've got weight pushing against Kofi like that, it bothers him a little bit. It bothers him a little bit until he figures it out, and he will. Because everything that he was struggling with last year, he has come into this year and figured it out. So he'll figure it out. The coach and staff will have him figure it out. It will be fine. But it does bother him. So good signs from Illinois was... Corbello being back is going to be great. Um, Brad Underwood said he's out of shape which I could hardly tell. You could just tell he was basketball rusty, but in shape, shape, I didn't, I mean, looked fine to me, but he claims he's out of shape. You know, Plummer got his. We just need more, and then BBV did great, had good contributions. Um, Just couldn't finish. You know, I think if Kofi stayed in, that's, you know, it's a whole nother ball game. If Curbelo, you know, had started, that's a whole nother discussion. 
But one thing for Illinois at the end was Ivory had four fouls in the whole overtime. In the whole overtime. Um, when you're looking at Purdue. I mean, ID had 20 points. Or ID, however you say his name. It's whatever. Ivy's their shooter. He had 19 points. And then uh, Stavakovic was another guy we let get off, some shots off and had 22 points. Then they had Williams got off the bench with 14. But like Ivy in that overtime had four fouls. We need to come up. You need to have a play or to whoever's being guarded by him. Drive. Try to get a cheap one. Because I'm going to tell you right now, these refs were not the best. These were, the, the Big Ten has had some questionable refs this year. Now, there is a whole ref shortage. And you try not to blame the refs. You try not to go after them at all. But there were some bad calls. And there was calls not going both ways. I can handle bad refing. Quote, unquote, bad refing. I can handle certain ways of refing. If you're going to let them play, and hand checks aren't a thing, really, unless you really like shove them. I can handle it. It's all good. But it's got to be on both sides. That's why I call it bad refing. I can handle bad refing. As long as it's happening on both sides. If it's consistent on both sides, you adjust the game to that. And that's just a part of coaching. That's a part of basketball. It's even a part of football. If you are consistent in your refing, we can handle it. But but some of this refing that's happening in the Big Ten needs to be addressed. They need to be graded harder. They need to be discussed more. But maybe there are there's a ref shortage. Maybe this is what we got. But like when Kofi, I believe, was his third one, he like fell on the floor. He didn't dive at the guy's legs because like when you dive at a guy's legs to get the ball, that's sometimes a foul most of the time. Kofi didn't. He was like rolling on the ground. This guy was like trying to walk over him or something, fell. They call a foul. It wasn't a foul. But then later on in the game, I believe either, I think Curbelo might have done it. One of our players dove hit their guy, and it probably should have been a foul on us. But they didn't call it. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. You called it on Kofi. You called it on Kofi because he's so much bigger. Because that's the other thing. When you're a big guy, the foul seemed to be way more intense and everything else. Then there was a the, – the flopping rule I like and I don't like, you have to be able to distinguish between a flop. There was one on us where the guy literally pushed into our chest and he went like this, or Corbello, like, about hit. I think he was about to get hit in the face and he moved, and they called a flop. Like, when you're about to get hit and you move your face, that's not a flop. Uh, when the guy pushed you in the chest, now if you push in the chest and you go flying like five feet, yeah, it's probably a flop. But when he's pushing on you when he's doing this, it's not a flop. So we've got to readdress that flopping rule, too. I mean, just call it the LeBron rule, for God's sakes. Um, so before we dive into something else I have to address before we start to wrap this up again, a little short episode, but I wanted to get back into talking about Illinois basketball. Um, all of you football coaches out there, um, are your linemen taking uh, hits during inside run during your season last year? You know, are their helmets getting scuffed up? Not getting hit in the head, but their helmets getting scuffed up. Um, you know, during the inside run period or your team period, probably. I mean, it just happens. Linemen get hit. You know, they their face mask get a little. You know, they're hitting every play. They're not hitting with their head. They're just hitting every play, which is fine. You know, that's that's what happens. Linemen get hit all the time. Well, there's a way to protect those shells and reduce the pit of blows those guys take each and every week, and it is guardian caps. Guardian caps can reduce the impact by twenty to thirty three percent. Um, it's they're stylish. 
Uh, they help protect those shells or choose to reduce those repetitive blows they're going to take. And you cannot win without the big guys in the trenches, and you've got to take care of those guys. We all know this. you got to take care of them. So uh, they're used by over five NFL teams and 200-plus colleges, and it's Guardian Caps. Uh, Oklahoma, Alabama, Georgia, Penn State, and many more. Again, over 200 colleges use this. So it's got to work, right? If Nick Saban's using it, by God, it's got to work. So that's just all you should hear right there. If you go to guardiansports.com slash guardian-caps, or just click the link in the description below, and use the code 15 off, you're going to get 15% off your order, whether you buy one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, whatever, or even a big bulk item, and you use the code 15 off, you're going to save money. Coaches, I know we're all about saving money. We have a budget. We have everything else. Trying to save you money. Here you go. I'm saving it for you. Guardiansports.com slash guardian dash caps. Code 15 off. Save 50% off your order. Do that for me, please. It helps protect the helmets, especially when you got to recondition them. Um, it helps absorb the impact more than the helmets. So the helmet is in way better shape and will last longer. And they're stylish. It looks cool. And Nick Saban uses it. And don't piss off Nick Saban. So code 15 off. Save you 15% off your order. Also, are you guys looking for a clean nutritional pre-workout, a clean nutritional energy drink, you know, like today? It would be Dragon. You know, didn't sleep well. You're going to need something to help you, uh, you know, with a midday pick-me-up. We're all going to have that tiredness hit us about 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock. Well, I've got just the thing for you. It is Swift Lifestyles. If you go to swiftlifestyles.com, it's, and there's this, it's an energy drink. It's clean, nutritional. It doesn't have all the caffeine in it that's going to make you jitter or anything like that. And it's one scoop. comes in a tub, 30 servings. Uh, the bubblegum flavor is probably the best. And if you need a shaker, they've got shakers. They've got T-shirts if you want to use it for pre-workouts and go work out, anything like that. So you go to swiftlifestyles.com. Use the code Coach Steve Show all one word. It's going to save you 15% off your order. It helps support the podcast. Let them know I sent you. Please do that for me. Thank you so much. Again, swiftlifestyles.com. Coach Steve Show all one word. Save you 15% off. Okay, we're going to address this very quickly and then wrap this up. One, I don't know why Kofi is not more talked about in the National Player of the Year award when he was last year. You have two candidates on the same team. Now, Io deservingly is. This was his worst game. So coming into the game, he doesn't get enough recognition, I think. His presence on the floor is just phenomenal. That's what it takes. He can score. He can deep get rebounds. He can pass. He's getting better with his little mid-range, not like underneath the, the free throw line. So I don't know why he's not talked about more. Is because he's because probably because he's a big guy. We got to get over that. We got to start looking our outside the realm of a guard or a forward. We got to start looking down low. He deserves to be more recognized for National Player of the Year. The other problem I have with is during this game, you have haters everywhere online, which is fine. But there was a lot of people on there talking about how Illinois is overrated, um, Kofi's overrated, and to address that very quickly, how. Here's the funny thing. Illinois is number 17 in the nation right now because it works different than football. Football, every Sunday in college football, there was a new ranking. So that whole week, you're ranked that, and that's what you are. Rankings for basketball come out Monday, I believe, like yesterday. So they come out. Illinois is going to be number 17 this week. All week, they're going to be number 17. And then the rankings again will come out next week. So between now and then, they're going to have to play Maryland. So it is quite possible that Illinois stays at number 17. 
But I believe Illinois is a top 10 basketball team. They're not going to be. This is their first loss in the Big Ten. Big Ten is one of the toughest basketball conferences there is. But between now and next Monday, I believe they're only going to play Maryland, which is fine. But I think they're going to have to come out and prove big time against Maryland that they're the way better team. Because right now, Illinois is sitting number one. Yeah, before that, between now and then, they're only going to play Maryland. They're going to play Maryland on Friday. So they have the rest of the week to figure it out. Then they'll play Michigan State, which is a big-time game next Tuesday, a week from today. Illinois is a top-10 team. I don't know how you say Illinois is, you know, overrated. You know, they've you know they've already beaten Maryland once. You get Corbello back, that's going to help them out tremendously. You've had some bad losses. Bad loss to Marquette, huge bad loss to Cincinnati. So I understand when you don't want to rank them after that. But then they go on a nice streak of, you know, Kansas State's in there, Notre Dame's in there, uh, Iowa's in there, Missouri's in there, Minnesota, Maryland, Nebraska, Michigan. Then it's this close one to Purdue. I don't think they're overrated. I think they can, the way they played yesterday is a top 10 team. I think they always need to be ranked between 13 and 18, somewhere in there. Um, so I don't know why people go out there and say they're overrated. You hate Illinois, great. Um, I hate Ohio State, but I have to sit there and tell you how good they are all the time. So I, the, the hate that I the, that they got, I just don't understand. Some people just want to talk to be heard. And then to talk about Kofi being overrated, he had a bad game. You're always going to have a bad game, and you can't justify one bad game two bad games or whatever. Because there's a reason why he's a National Player of the Year candidate. He is playing phenomenal this year. He's on a mission this year. Anything that we talked about last year that he had to fix, he's gone on fixed. And so just give Kofi more love, people. He's reason, he was National Player of the Year for a reason. He's put Illinois on his back, had a bad game. But then now, if he can do what he's doing and playing this well – and the rest of the Illinois team can figure it out to play around him, and they're scoring upwards of the 80 points, and they can lock down on some defense, and they have a point guard, this team can be very dangerous again. And I'd rather them hit some slumps now and figure it out now and have it figured out when we get to the end and get into the Big Ten tourney heading into the NCAA tournament rather than we kind of figure it out and then we start hitting the bumps kind of like we was going on last year and then – you know, I'd rather do what we were doing right before COVID. Right before COVID, we were hot. You know, we were hot. We were going to go into the NCAA tournament, and we could have done some damage. I'd rather them figure it out later on. I um, just wanted to address it real quick. But, again, shorter show. Wanted to talk about Illinois basketball. Um, they'll be back. They will be back. Confident in this team. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. Like the video, please, and subscribe to the channel, please. Please and thank you. Check out all the other episodes. Try, stay tuned for all the weekly episodes. Um Follow it, rate it, be a friend, tell a friend, all that stuff. Check out all the affiliates in the description below. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is Coach Steve, another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast, and we are out of here.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.